The People's Talk Show is starting now and it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All right, all right. We are live for the midweek edition of the People's Talk Show. And as always, excited to be back, looking forward to connecting and uh, finding out what's uh, on your radar. What have you guys been keeping an eye on um, beyond the obvious things of what's happening in uh, Switzerland at Davos? And so it seems like all the media attention, alternatively speaking, comes uh, from what's happening over there and just more insights and um, possible scenarios of what could be coming in the future with this whole disease X and everything in between. So I'm uh, looking forward to uh, sharing some stories about that, as well as finding out what else is uh, happening worth bringing to the forefront and uh, looking forward to connecting as always, man. So hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the RTD live talk, Detroit's number one late night new YouTube talk show. Uh, before I get into the nitty gritty, going to make sure that audio is sounding good. So if you don't mind, uh, definitely give me a thumbs up in support of the channel. And then also let me know if the microphone and audio and everything sounds good so we can make this a uh, interesting yet uh, productive live stream so yeah i just uh i mean I just today thumbing through the news trying to see what's new what's uh worth talking about and one of the uh interesting because i try to put together timing of everything that's being thrown our way and clearly with all this attention being brought to what's happening with the uh, world economic forum meeting in davos um it's just something just doesn't really feel right because they've allowed a lot of alternative media content creators over there and in previous years they were very um uh, very uh, meticulous with who they allowed into their atmosphere even from just having private security and everything in between to keep out people that they've considered to be um truth tellers but now they're letting them in so i'm thinking like okay so we getting i'm getting too much coverage of what's happening in the Middle East or in that region there. And beyond them having a YouTube channel where every one of their primary uh, speakers is aired publicly, I'm thinking like, you know, it's just, this is just too good to be true to get all this information in real time. And so it led me to, 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 to question, you know, it's one thing to keep the important or, or allow the public to remain informed in general, but then again, it's the conversations and the talks that are held in the dark and secret that are things that we were not going to be privy to. So it's those things I'm more interested in than just what they're telling us and what you know they're allowing to be seen. So curious to get your guys' thoughts on that. And also, uh, one thing that maybe sort of slipped, not quite sure, but the timing to this next uh, pandemic has a lot to do with the pandemic treaty. And so looks like summertime issue is what they would like to have uh everything signed sealed and delivered with every country having given over their sovereignty to the who but anyway all right man um the fish uh fishbowl says davos just another distraction of which i would agree with you but then again they don't have every single public and private entity fly in to a single city and so I've seen some of the uh, little news clippings or whatnot and the airports there where you have, you know, hundreds of private jets flown into that region. They're not just getting together just for the sake of doing it for fun. It's those meetings behind closed doors where they're really trying to regroup and to recalibrate their agendas is what is really happening. And so, uh, you know, we got. Uh, what's his name? Um, Bill Gates coming out talking about the next version of the medical experimentations that they have ready or preparing. And it's just too much talk about what they are planning to do to just dismiss it because they're actually spending billions to accomplish it, governments and the private sector. So, you know, it's a distraction, but then again, like it's a part of their plan. So, I, you know, I don't dismiss it 100 percent. And so uh, Mr. Boston says one world government has been the dream since Atlantis fail. So I don't know about uh, that for sure. But then again, biblically speaking, we know the direction they're working towards. So I can I feel more comfortable just focusing on that and what 
eventually the who so here, here's some scenarios it's just me talking off the top of my head i'm you know completely off script just gonna have some fun tonight um you know going through scenarios as to how all the countries globally right now are attempting to sign over um health as well as judicial and everything in between over to the who in time for this next pandemic and so what better way to bring together all governments into a single entity disguised as a the world health organization and then eventually you know once that is you know accomplished because it's not a matter of if it's just more so when then the entity that they probably put at the head of that because tedros the little puppet uh, that they have there now you know he's just a front man but yet down the line 5 10 15 how many every years into the future the entity that will be placed at the helm of an entity like that where all governments have agreed to turn over power to a source that aligns too closely with the antichrist type figure that the bible speaks about that will come towards the end time officially where he'll be very charismatic very you know peace oriented initially then flip the script you know halfway through the tribulation so these are just the entities that are working together and, and we know that they, you know, they're under the influence of you know forces that are well beyond their own control but anyway so we'll get into that man but uh what else we got here let me uh let me see acknowledge a couple of people here rome will fall recover next thousand years bingo what we got here the mystery is our uh the mystery is our great seal which is the seal of king solomon okay all right so uh for those who are plugged in hit the thumbs up button show your love for the channel and uh we will keep things moving right along and so i noticed that uh last episode especially i got a lot of comments like mike you know i tried to call it couldn't get to you so i do get carried away on the rants and so i'm going to try to just because <laughs> i i, I promise that uh i give guys a chance to let their voice be heard so i want to make sure i stick to that because i can just get a thought thought of you know i'll get a, a gust of wind blow through here and a thought comes with it and i just start ranting and just go from there but anyway all right, let's jump into it, man. So just some things that caught my attention. As always, feel free to throw in the chat whatever you guys uh, want to bring to the forefront topic-wise because uh, there's no one particular angle I want to approach it from. I just want to basically just keep it wide open and just you know see what takes us and where we go with it. So, all right, so let me just get into some of the uh, headlines that caught my attention this evening. Let me just jump right into it. All right, let's get into it. So let me move myself out of the way. It looks like within the last couple of hours, the U.S. conducts another round of strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. And so if I'm not mistaken, that makes four strikes, according to just some information I've seen. So <clears throat> these strikes to me are a deliberate, continuous, continual push towards trying to egg on the Middle East. They're, you know, the, the globalists, the warmongers, they're literally trying their best to egg on uh other middle eastern countries to bring them into the fold and of course just this article here let me just thumb through real quick just the, some of the words from the western media lets us know the target and so it says yet another round of strikes and then we keep moving it says the united states conducted another round of strikes against houthi targets on yemen on wednesday it says officials spoke on condition of anonymity and did not provide details of targets attacks by iran allied houthi militia so as i mentioned before they're going to continue to try to drive home the narrative utilizing the iran everything's going to start with iran allied houthi letting us know where they want this to go they eventually want to take this fight into iran and so it shouldn't surprise us one bit but then again once once and if it goes into that country that'd be the last of all the countries that were on the us's neocon globalist hit list and then from there, you bring in China and Russia, unfortunately, because they are basically like this now, especially with the BRICS and everything in between. So this is a part, this is, you know, this is one uh, potential phase that they would love to use in case, you know, the other ones don't work or they probably want to use all three of them together. And I'll get into those other two momentarily. So something worth paying attention to as always, never a dull moment. And let me close some windows here. Got to get rid of that. Okay. So more of what's happening. It looks like Jamie Dimon <laughs> is out here jawboning, talking down against the very same product that his company signed on to through BlackRock. And it happens to be with, you know, the Bitcoin crave right now and the ETFs. And he's out here talking about, you know, 
saying the same thing, talking out of one ear, but doing something completely opposite on the other. But basically just out here trying to say, I don't want to talk about Bitcoin ever again. You know, it's not they were or whatever. And then the, the news reporter across from him was actually trying to, to defend it and basically point out and somewhat be combative with Jimmy Diamond to prove him wrong as if like he don't know what's really going on. So I just think this, you know, continual JP Morgan downplaying Bitcoin is foolishness. But then again, we know it's a trap. So, yeah, just something worth paying attention to as always. And then here is that uh, video I was hinting at earlier where we have the WHO director, World Health Organization director, basically giving what looks like a little a minute and 20 uh, spill based upon a question. But one thing he said, and it's kind of summarized in here, it says General Tedros is currently introducing preparedness for disease X at well, World Economic Forum 24 in Davos. A key component for preparedness for disease X is for countries to sign up to the WHO pandemic agreement. And so this is another one of those phases that I think is what's most important that's taking place. The, the real talks are taking place behind doors. And so this here is publicly available information on their YouTube page for us to hear, but it's the actual plans they're strategizing behind the scenes that are more concerned to me. And one thing that stood out in this little rant here was that he mentioned by May. So Tedro said that by May, he's hoping that all countries will have signed over basically their rights to the who. And so I'm thinking, like, OK, by May. So clearly, it's my opinion that they would love to have all this pandemic agreement, pandemic treaty stuff signed, sealed and delivered well before the presidential election that kicks off here in November. Because if they have every signature, because the U.S. is already on board, U.K. is already on board. I mean, all the dominant nations are on board. It's just a lot of the smaller countries that have yet to really jump on ship. And I think a lot of African countries are pushing back a little bit. But the G7 nations are already on board for the most part. And surprisingly not, you know, our, our you know, Biden already signed us up. So I don't think there's really much we can do about it other than just internally continue to press in, fight back and, you know, express our displeasure in this you know, so-called democracy that they're fighting for right now but literally we know it's a lot deeper than that but anyway so if every country signs on by may that puts the who and all the orchestrating entities behind all this in a much better position to be able to release roll out or um uh re reveal whatever the key components will be of this disease x and so um i noticed that i think it was in dc 48 hours ago, there was a case of the measles. And so they sent out emergency warnings. CDC sent out warnings saying that, you know, it's, you know, this measles are here. So we're going to see a, 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 probably a variety of health issues that are th thrown out one by one. Because on another note, let me let me bring up the uh, what else is happening? Let me get to this next one here if I can. Give me one second here. Uh, did I grab it? Uh, uh, yeah, let me see here. So there's on, on another note. There's more information as to their solution that is already finished and complete. And this has everything to do with this article right here and the person speaking. And so we have Bill Gates over there publicly speaking, acknowledging what they're working on, what he's funding. It says Bill Gates says next generation uh, health injections to offer longer duration, more coverage and will be administered needleless or needle-free, meaning he's saying that they have the patch. They got the patch ready. And so we have Bill Gates over there basically saying that this is you know, the next phase. Once the signatures are signed, the, the disease will be released, and then the solution will be all governments will be forced to comply, or there will be some military conflicts within countries or something like that, the police state, because ultimately by our government signing us over to the who that puts us under the un and all those other bodies that they have are, are already in play and then it'll be easier for them to enforce the patch on people and all the other things that come with that so you know this is that phase two i was talking about we got iran the war is one phase two is the signature sign for the release of whatever so that they can have uh some type of you know health crises around before the presidential election of this year possibly and then we'll get into the, the the third phase the third phase i believe 
um, would probably come in the form of some cyber event because we've had more than enough exercises, more than enough warnings, more than enough, you know, drills and things of that nature, collaboration between governments and all that stuff like that to basically be able to pull the plug, cause a small size internet blackout, telecommunications blackout, or just an outright power grid situation in a good, substantial, important part, part of our country so that then the solution can be rolled out. And of course, the solution to all three of those potential phases that are in play between now and November is all predicated on Americans continuing to wake up. The more Americans wake up and the narrative around Trump coming in and saving the world or saving our country only presses them forward to have to use one of those methods to keep that from coming to fruition, even if that's something they're even really, 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 really wanting to fight at this point. So um, B-Dub says it would be blackouts. Okay. I mean, I, I would rather a blackout occur than them release some type of health scare. And then on top of it, it, it it's never ending, man. Like, let me see here. Uh, watch this. I'm sorry. I'm sure you guys saw this. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see here. There's this headline that was really disturbing. So here's another thing. Like, th th so this is more of a sign that the, the second phase or second attempt to keep things and, and keep themselves in control plays out and things like this. So this is something that came out. Uh, this was, uh, uh, this is it actually says January 18th because this is coming from different source overseas, but it says China develops a new strand with a hundred percent mortality and humanized mice. So the, the ultimate question would be for, for anybody to ask why, are they creating strands of anything so harmful that it kills a hundred percent of humanized? Like, why would you use humanized mice unless you were deliberately creating something to experiment with that target and mimics what would take place inside the human body? And so this is taking place and this is nothing new. I'm sure they have other countries that have already made and created things such as this, but why now? <laughs> why would they be doing all of this now unless this was a part of their plan to make sure that all governments eventually are forced to sign up and sign over their rights to the who in preparation for whatever they wanted to do next. So, you know, these are just some stories that really, you know, should make you say, hmm, like, you know, are we really heading into a future that uh, offers us the same freedoms, liberties and choices that we had pre-March 2020 when there was that, you know, was it 14 days to stop the spread or slow the spread? You know, the world went turned upside down from that moment on. So these are just some things that caught my attention on top of everything else. But, you know, those are potentially three ah, levels of uh, activity from the globalists or a.k.a. deep state, children of Satan, whatever that's in play. And I think it has a lot to do with uh, Americans in particular waking up to how disastrous and how corrupt and how criminal our government is. So uh, we, we will see. But anyway, I have a couple more subjects uh, that I can probably spare you guys. Uh, of course, a lot of people talking about Javier Melee and his speech at the Davos. And so I went through some of the clips there, started listening to it. And once again, the fact that he's over there, supposedly, you know, speaking truth to a bunch of as he put over there, like, you know, state operatives, it's like, okay, once again, he's one of hundreds of people that, you know, can talk one way, but then again, he's going up against a behemoth of a monster to where I really wouldn't bank on him being that catalyst to make change the way that, you know, he's trying to sell uh, his speech overall. So, but that's just one thing, man. But anyway, what else we got going on here? Uh, so let's talk, man. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> call on the name of the Lord. That's who you're going to call on. You know, literally, like, literally up your prayer game, prayer game, man, just because, you know, literally, it's a, it's more, it's a spiritual battle more than anything else. You know, once you have natural information, revelation from what's going on, you take practical steps to do the best you can, leave the rest up to the Lord. That's all you can do, really. And that's not, you know, it's not, a, it's not a, it's not a bad thing either. That's like, you know, you're literally walking by faith, not by sight, you know, prepare for the worst, but believe that the best will unfold. That's what it boils down to. 
Uh, okay, DB Dub says Disease X will be delivered via chemtrails per my source. Okay, that would be interesting. Um, because, uh, like, to have every single state in this country, because you think about this, like, you know, this, 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 whatever Disease X will be, it's a global event. So that's saying that every single plane will be up in the air within a 24 to 48, 72 hours spraying something that takes time to come down settle you know that's possible but then again i've i've you know according to the chemtrails that i think that's a whole nother agenda uh just to you know weaken our immune system over a, a longer period of time because the chemtrails has been going on for years now so between the aluminum and borium that they've been spraying on, on top of everything else is like everybody got it in them everybody got it in them like it's in our water it's in our crops it's in it's, you know, you walk outside, you know, you wipe the dust off your car, you know, the the the, the ingredients from the chemtrails is there. So our bodies is just, you know, full of that stuff. So I don't think it necessarily has to be uh, released that way. But once again, like, you know, it's a sad part is that we can talk about this and actually. It's not like conspiracy theory no more, like at this point, there's enough information out there that we can say that our government is trying to kill us in real time. And people are like, no, not, no, not Biden. No, that's not, no, no, my government, my president loves me. <laughs> Come on now. It's in your blood. A hundred percent. It's in your blood. It's been, this is a part of the agenda from before this agenda was put in play before I was born. It's just sad to see it come to fruition step-by-step step during my life. You know what I'm saying? That's the sucky part. And then what else we got here? Let me keep it moving, man. Uh, there's some more talk. Let me see here. Uh, let me see. Let me get this going here. Um, just <laughs> I got so much stuff up here. Let me see what I got. Um, so if 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 the whole can like so if you right now if you Google not Google but if you type in New World Order into the YouTube search engine. And there'll be videos that pop up, but every single video has a disclaimer underneath the video from Wikipedia stating that the New World Order is a conspiracy theorist by the whatever, 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 and they dismiss it. So I always say, if you want to find truth, take a take a label or terminology that's labeled as conspiracy theorist by the misinformation mass media, take it into YouTube. And if it comes up under the video as a warner, warning or disclaimer from Wikipedia saying that that's fake conspiracy, then you know that's closer to truth. So here we got a video of some people talking and ultimately the question was you know in this current era that's changing how do we keep things moving in the direction to accomplish the new world order <laughs> so it says wef president brende asked a question what are we able what are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring in a new world order and so just the mere mention of a new world order to me just highlights more as to how they think that they're actually steering and controlling everything in a direction to their favorite outcome. When in actuality, if they knew who they were really working for and who they were really um, bringing this change through and for, then they would realize they lose in the end. Like, you know, there's no victory. There's no victory lap that any of these people will be taking. <laughs> at the end whether it be in this life or in the one to come and that's the part where it's like man like the people who sold their sold their soul for temporary gains luxuries and privileges to only lose their life eternally you know like it's just like you know i mean obviously people see it differently but anyway okay a lot of things going on here. But then again, I don't want this to be just a doom doom and gloom fest, but I'm just telling you what they're stating publicly that they're working towards. So if you're highlighting key points of a, uh, I'll call it their potential three-part plan, war, we got health, and the blackout slash cyber event, which ultimately is to really keep the financial monetary collapse from becoming obvious then those are just three possibilities of what we could experience in the next couple of months heading to the presidential election and a fourth could be deliberate false flag event in the form of 
some implanted foreign immigrants that are here deliberately for war purposes. We have every nation on the planet, immigrants, people who are either kicked out of their country or willingly enticed over here for income sake, i.e. the people who come through the border. I, I, I saw a video. You got Chinese. We got a variety of African countries. It's no longer just Central, Amer Central American migrants looking for a better life. We got people being flown in for a reason. They're given a cell phone and a debit card. And I'm sure there's a game plan for them within our country. So that could be four possible uh, events that can unfold. God forbid all four unfold at once. And, and if they unfold at once, just think about what type of world we'll be living in. Like literally, like what will this country look like if all four of those scenarios played out the way that I kind of briefly hinted at? You know, it don't make sense. Like, you know, the financial side of things, gold and silver, you know, not really like it's not going to really do much for you overall just because what are you going to do? Like, where are you going to go? You'll be more so self-preservation, you know, trying to keep your keep your house in order. So anyway, OK, enough of that. Enough of that. But those are just some things that caught my attention. I think it's worth bringing to the forefront. And uh, if you guys have some thoughts that you want to share, feel free to have at it. I would definitely love to get your thoughts. Or other events that I'm sure I, I, there's some things I missed. <laughs> there's good to say there's some things I missed. So let's get the phone lines open. As you can see, 313-462-0027 is the number to call to let your voice be heard. And we can make that happen. Definitely would love to hear from you guys. And while I'm at it, let me make sure I uh, big up, big up my people. Um, I want to make sure that everybody has a chance to do the best they can with what they have. And so. I want to make sure I shout out for Patriots. And so if you have not, definitely take advantage of the opportunity to get as prepared as you can with small items bit by bit so that you can make sure that your house is in order if stuff hits the fan. Because if one of those four events that I described comes to fruition, then you definitely won't be able to go to your grocery store without there being some issues. So fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. They got food of a variety of kind. They got breakfast, lunches, dinners. They got water supplies. They got herbals they got sleeping bags they got power sources uh so go check them out link is in the description if you guys want to definitely a good way to uh diversify your stack and also because it's a medical situation uh this is something that i'm sure people have been and will take advantage of continuously and everybody should have some of these items in their medicine cabinet so this here from twc the total wealth wellness company offers all of these in one pack you can save 10% using RTD at checkout. So as you guys can see here, you get the Z-Pack, Ivermectin, and more. And so definitely check them out. It's definitely something worth looking into. So link is in the description as well if you guys are interested. So I would encourage you, make sure you take care of all these little small items ahead of, of time before stuff hits the fan, if it does. But once again, I would rather buy things and have it and it go bad than stuff hit the fan. I try to buy it. It's not available. And I go without. That's just me. So. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk. Let me make sure the phone lines are open. Feel free to call in as you guys see the number or throw out an idea, thought, suggestion on the on the screen here, and I'll do my best to try to get to it. And we'll see where it takes us. It says, Did you see the new Argentina president when he spoke at WBO? Check it out. I may be moving to Argentina RTD. Uh yeah, you kind of talked about it a little bit. And let me see. I actually uh it, you know it it's it sounds good, and he definitely went there with the purpose but then my point that i made was you know he is it's maybe three or four outliers that are now in the political spotlight you got melee we have trump we have one of the uh european people that speak against the mainstream narrative of where the controlling forces want this to go it's my suspicion that if melee is legit and it really brings about change that means he's going to have to turn his back on the same people he's talking to, literally. And if he's a real threat to their agenda, there's not one person they would be willing to spare for the greater good of their cause. So I just think it's more so hot air. It sounds good because everybody knows their limitations. Even Trump, he knows his limitation. He knows everything behind the scene because he was just president. So other than him saying the same talking points, he never says nothing new. 
talks good, gets people fired up, plays to your emotions to make you think that he's that guy. Those are the type of people where, you know, you know, if they were real, they wouldn't be in the land of the living for much longer. So it sounds good. Sure. You can put, you know, you can think that he's making change, but you know, one country out of a hundred and something countries is not going to really debunk or derail the globalist's agenda. So that's just my two cents. I'm just more so I consider myself more of a realist and, you know, uh, yeah. It says eat, drink and be merry and spread the gospel a hundred percent. And so that's, you know, every individual believers, primary objective that is your primary objective as a kingdom citizen 100 percent uh mr boss says watch out for a nuclear false flag during a football game Whoo, man mr boston don't say that man don't say that <laughs> that'll really that'll really that'll really throw a wrench you know in in the in everybody's plan that'd be i'd, I'd be far left field and god forbid it's with my lions man <laughs> you know the lions you know we waited so long to get to this point and they just happened to nuke the damn game man and i'm that's no i'm just not joking but i'm just yeah you get my point i'm not being serious but yeah people in detroit been waiting too long for the lions and all of a sudden have something like that happen <laughs> uh what else <laughs> uh three percent took America from England, 3%. What do we mean by that? 40 trillion debt by 2025. Ah, I mean, you can continue. I mean, at this point, I really believe the game is over. U.S. liabilities, a.k.a. debt obligations, the world no longer really, really, really need them because there's so many other movements taking place between currency swaps and alternative payment systems and gold is back in the equation. So that number of our U.S. debt could probably go a lot higher because it's our government issuing the debt and eventually the Fed solely coming in to buy it. Because really, to be honest with you, like, you know, why would you continue to lend to a person that you know is already bankrupt? Like to get that game, I think is over with. And that's why all these events that could potentially be are in play because there's no reversing course now. Like this system has ran its course and I believe it's already dead. I believe the monetary system is already dead. We just haven't uh, been given the, the real clear, obvious um, uh, um, final nail in the coffin, just because all the digits that are on screens nowadays, i.e. stock market, bond yield numbers, you name it. They're all digits on screens. Like they're literally like just confidence digits that are still afloat because nothing has disrupted it as of yet. But then again, it's these events that could really uh, be designed to cover up an event that could happen, i.e. like what's happening in China. Let me check. Uh, I noticed the other day, I think it was opening market, China stock market was down. And then of course the next day, the U.S. wasn't do, doing, doing too good. So we're all in the same game, just at different levels. Trump, uh, let me see stock. I mean, you see here, uh, stock market jitters. Let me see. So just some headlines here. This was from 16 hours ago, but it says stock market today, us future slide amid rate jitters, China gloom. So, uh, let me see here. I didn't get a chance. I saw some of the figures, but I didn't get a chance to see a lot of them. Uh, it says Asia, Hong Kong, Hang Seng index plummeted 3.7% while Shanghai composite slid 2.1. Japan's Nikia 225 drop 0.4. So, yeah. And of course, gold and silver today was uh, definitely not uh, going in the opposite direction of all these digital illusions and digital distractions. So as of right now, gold is around 2000 an ounce. Silver is 2250. And so this is what they're fighting against making sure that these numbers on this screen when it comes to real tangible sound money don't happen to go shoo because if it goes shoo you know the world will definitely wake up and, and speaking of which let me let me grab another article here um <laughs> uh i shared a video in the telegram uh let me see here let me there's a uh, I got I got so many more articles, man. I can share just stuff that caught my attention. Um, 
here is another little subject that uh, is of interest to me because I was in the airport last, or was it last week? Yeah, last week. And I noticed new features in TSA and it was very disturbing. But it says, another headline is just something that caught my attention. It says, the TSA plans big digital ID push in 2024. And so, um, basically, this digital ID system here in the U.S. was set to be in place, or the, the renewed driver, driver's license with the star on it was set to be in place by, I think, 2025, they pushed it back to. But what they've done and what I've noticed, and I think it's two airports now, is that now TSA has added the face scanning feature where instead of showing your boarding pass or your ID, you just put your face there. So I think it was, you know, I, you know, I think it was, I was uh, flying out of the Metro and I flew out West and the guy just, instead of asking for my ID, was like, just, you know, stand here and scan your face. And I, I asked a question. I was like, you know, can I opt out of this? He's like, yeah, you sure you can opt out. And so I'm thinking like, you know, most people don't realize that everything that TSA does is optional. And so typically I opt out of everything, but this time I just didn't feel like opting out. But it was just interesting how now the face scanning that situation is in. So this plays into the whole digital ID push. Like the digital ID will ultimately be your face. Like <laughs> it'll be your face or your palm or whatever else. So like this is the world we're heading into, man. This will be this is the world we're heading into. Uh metal scanners. Yeah, the metal scanners, yeah, optional as well. I usually opt out and go for the pat down, but after a while, you get tired of getting patted down all the damn time. Uh, phone line, okay, nope, my bad. Phone line is busy, forgive me. Uh, let me see here. Okay, we should be good to go. I apologize. Wasn't looking at it. So, yeah, give me, give me a call. Let me uh, know what's on your mind. What, what else you keep an eye on? I uh, know phone lines are open. I opened them up a minute ago, so just give me a call. And uh, if I get some calls, we'll keep it going. If not, we'll call it in the day. Just want to connect and share the three or four possible scenarios that I went through earlier. So if you happen to catch this late, go back, check out the other things I talked about. Trying to connect the dots as to what you know we could face in this country before November hits. Because it seems like everything is designed to make sure that November goes in their favor and not in the American public's favor. Because it's just so many things that's really future, really bother me. Uh, uh, vaccines, what we got? Digital go, what else? I don't know what that is. Epic Times, put the show, Chinese leaker. Oh, we need to do a Zoom call. The line is busy. Nope, phone lines is open. I just ain't, uh, it ain't ringing right now. So the one you can't scan your eye. Oh, that, uh, what is it, that world coin? The world coin? where you look your look your eye into the, you know, for digital verification sake to make sure you are who you say you are. Yeah. The world of interconnectedness, digital surveillance. Oh, speaking of which, oh, man, I got more information about <laughs> the agenda. Here is another little uh, piece that came out today from the White House. And this has to do uh, it says this is from Patrick Webb. It says uh, the White House brief reveals the World Economic Forum meeting on disease X will involve uh, dialogue between the U.S. and the U.K. on adopting a one health biosurveillance and biological threat detection approach to develop stronger interconnected global surveillance capabilities. So this is the actual screenshot from the link right here. But. This is a white official White House release, and this is some of the highlights in yellow. It says develop a shared understanding of research, research development, sh shaping global research development efforts, and uh, supporting earlier technologies. Adopt a one health approach to biosurveillance and biological threat detection. And so this is the link here. Let me click on this here. So this is officially from the 16th yesterday from the White House. And so this is a slow screen share I showed you, but we got Biden and Sunik working on this puppets, but strategic dialogue on biological security. What in the world does that mean? Biological that has to do with your body, your body, 
them getting more detailed information on who you are according to your genome structure. This is what they're working on. And this is already a part of the game plan. And U.S. taxpayer dollars are, is funding it. Ain't that about something? Isn't that about something? <laughs> uh, vote more often. What are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, so feel free to throw some other th thoughts, ideas, subject matter in the chat. We can touch on it. These are just things that caught my attention. And it's not a talk show unless you got some people to talk to. When uh, it's open, brother. So I hate these moments of silence where I got buku articles I can go through, but I don't want to just because they all point in the same direction. And so that's why I want to make sure the phone lines are open. And that's another thing like, uh, yeah, like Russia, definitely like, you know, Putin, they got the same exact technologies that they're working on. They got everything that's done in the West. They already have it planned in the East. China is already fully operational with the social security, uh, the digital ID and the you know, social credit score. That's already operational. And the fact that China and Russia are buddy, buddy, and they're working on the same social policies. So, yeah, I mean, it's no single country is like immune to what's happening right now. Uh, which, which country did not sign the one treaty? Great point. So let me see here. There were few in between. I saw that uh, I think it was, uh, it was uh, let me see, let me see. Let me look, look it up because I don't know. I know it was, it was like a Scandinavian country opted out. There was two African countries, I think Angola and somebody else. Uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Uh, uh, here's a do, 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 do. here is an article just lists one country, but then again, because they fact check it, I question it. Uh, Estonia still negotiating the WHO pandemic treaty. This was as of the uh, 29th of December. And so they're one of the countries mentioned. Let's see if there's any other countries mentioned in here. Estonia formerly behind Iron Curtain. Having Estonian prime ministers. So Estonia is one that was allegedly questioning. And that's why I think it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge to find out uh, which countries have opted out because they're, those countries that put a pause or opt out, they're going to be under a lot of pressure. And if they press too hard, like always, the best example of countries that push back too hard against the globalist agenda, somehow their presidents end up like they're, you know, we had Haiti president was taken out. We got, what was it? Uh, uh, one or two African countries, their president was no longer. So it was, it was three or four countries that there were some accidents that took place to their primary leaders as a result of them opting out of those medical experimentation things that were being sent to their country for free. And then, of course, once they passed and the, the vials were let in. So so I think it'd be similar to this, like, you know, they only allow so much pushback before they come in and say, hey, we, you know, perhaps we need to remove you or there'll be an event in their country. But this is this from a, this is an older article. It says leaders of 23 countries back the pandemic treaty idea for future emergency. So this is like at the beginning part of the health crisis that they put out there. 23 countries were in favor. Let me see if it goes through. We got the treaty proposal, got the formal backing of Fiji. Portugal, Romania, Britain, Rwanda, Kenya, France, Germany, Greece, Korea, Chile, Costa Rica, Albania, South Africa, Trinidad, Tobago, and Netherlands, Tunisia, Senegal, Spain, Norway, Serbia, uh, uh, Indonesia, Ukraine, and the WHO itself. So those 23, they already signed away. And since then, the U.S. jumped on board and Ukraine jumped on board and everything else. So, yeah, but I would definitely check into that to see which countries have uh, opted out and see where things go from there. But my my guess is that 
it's going to be a handful at best. And those countries, if you keep an eye on them for, like, like, like I mentioned, starting this off, the, the Tedros mentioned, he mentioned that he expects or hopes that by this May, everybody will sign their country over. So between now and then, those countries that are resisting, and once I find out who they are, we'll keep an eye on them because it's just my suspicion that somehow, some way, they'll change their mind. <laughs> Sad to say. Uh, what people would do when you're under duress. All right, what else we got going on here? Uh, man, I'm missing calls. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, forgive me, I missed calls. Once again, that's what happens when I get sidetracked. Uh, to, to, to the U.S. is backed. Is the back like the global U.S. backs the globalists? A hundred percent. A mic got me blocked. How you so? No, I, I make sure I, I don't have the ringer on because if it rings, it's just too loud. So I usually look down and see when I got a call. So I'm not blocking anybody. I'm not blocking anybody. Oh, and if you have not, as always, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel, help your boy out a little bit. And as always, if you guys want to be a blessing to the channel beyond your presence, feel free to make a small contribution of any kind. Uh, links in the description for the options that are available if you want to support the channel. Just because it is of, you know, it does boost my spirits a little bit when people show appreciation beyond their presence, monetarily speaking. Helps me add to my stack a little bit as well as pay some bills on the back end. So, if you guys want to be a blessing, have at it. I won't say no. I appreciate any support I do get. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what else we got here? Um, yeah, the phone lines ain't off the hook tonight, so it's no big deal. No big deal. I think I brought to the forefront what I came across this evening. Uh, Tom says, will they target Gen X? Uh, but from what I believe, uh, it's fair game. It's fair game on anything because I don't think, you know, disease X is just one single virus or whatever. I think it's a multiple of things at different phases designed to impact everybody's health in different ways. And so I think the the first phase was the, you know, the, the, the COVID vax. You know, you put three or four of those in your body that changes your life forever. We're witnessing it right now and it still has another year or two to really kick in. So that's one phase. The second phase would be, you know, the, the, you know, what, whatever else, you know, whatever, uh, whatever other sides of the population. But everybody, you know, was saying that the goal is the entire globe. So eight billion down to what? What's it? What those uh, those tablets said? Uh, they were trying to get down like five hundred million or something like that, or some dumb number. So, you know, I mean. It, uh, it says, did you look into the millennial kingdom theory, Mike, uh, how it might already have happened? Uh, Joshua, unfortunately I did not, I did not, but, uh, one thing that comes to mind, as you mentioned that, you know, to where I would probably, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll take a look into it, but then again, like, you know, just, you know, spiritually, you kind of can discern, you know, things that can lead you astray. And I try to veer away from things like that. Just because, as I mentioned, like, if, you know, if, if, you know, reading revelations in general, you know, it, it's, it, it makes it clear, like, you know, chapters 19, 20, 21, basically it's, it comes at the end of the age. And then after the millennial is at the millennial kingdom, where that thousand year period where Christ physically walks and rules and reigns after that period, there's the literally the great white throne judgment where everything prior to is officially judged and then the new heaven and new earth begin. And then right now I would be very, it'd be very hard to believe that like the millennial already occurred because we're still in the midst of Satan's realm. So that's why I like, I, I wouldn't really go that far and say that uh, that is the case. So that's why, you know, it's not, a, yeah, I just find out it'll be a little bit, be a little, little bit far fetched in my opinion. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Mike? This is How you doing, up, man? Thank you for uh, having me on, bro. Appreciate you, my friend. What's in your mind tonight? Uh, yeah, man, I'm calling down from Louisiana, bro. Um, first off, I just want to uh, thank you for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, man. That's the most important thing. Uh, 
of anything that you're doing right now. Appreciate you. Um, I, I believe that the Lord's going to really uh, lift you up and uh, make your channel even bigger to spread his word. Uh, you know, we can't put anything past the Lord and what he does. And um, he, he he's limitless, you know, and he appreciate can do anything in our lives. So I just appreciate everything that you do. Uh, that's one of the most important things that I, I find from your content, man. So I just want to thank you for that. Appreciate you. Thank you. And uh, absolutely, brother. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Um, actually, I, I watched uh, one of your videos last night, I believe, that you did either Monday or Tuesday, mm -hmm. uh, talking about biblically how things must play out. And it's funny you said that because I've been preaching that to folks as well, mm -hmm. uh, that these things must come to pass right. uh, because it's written in God's word. And um, I know there's some folks out there um, that are on the fence right now, but I would say just get closer to God. And, you know, ultimately the Holy Spirit will lead you into the truth and into righteousness. Right. And so all these things that you discuss and everything going on with uh, the world economic forum and everything that we're seeing right now is all written in the book. Mm -hmm. It's all written in the Bible and it, it's, it's all there and prepare accordingly, right. you know, and, and all the information that you're giving out is not to be, it's not fear mongering y'all. It's not f to freak everybody out for everybody to be scared. He just, Mike's just doing, uh, you know, really a public service and a great service to everyone to let everybody know what's happening and the Lord will lead you to understand more and more of what's going on right now in this world and how to prepare and how to get your house in order and all the things that you talk about. And, um, really this was more just an appreciation call Thank you. for you and what you do and taking your time out and spreading the gospel, pulling all these article articles together, uh, delivering, the truth. Uh, I know it takes a lot of prep work, a lot of time uh, to dig all this up and to present it in a live format. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So I appreciate your hard work, brother. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you, my Thank man. You. Thank you for calling in. Thank Have you for those well wishes, my friend. Appreciate you. All right, brother. Later. Yeah, be good. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, you know, and that's where, like, and I, like, I started off this year. You know, saying that, like, literally, like, just this show came about from just my curiosity on understanding monetary policy and everything in between. And, man, it's been literally this August would be 10 years of this journey of just connecting with people, trying to learn from who any who and any anybody. And it's been fun, man. And it's ventured well beyond just talking about the dollar. So I've kind of stuck with the title, Rethinking the Dollar, just because, you know, I've, I've been convinced a long time ago where everything is going to head. But it's like now, you know, if I could rebrand it to something else, like what would I rebrand it to? And the most pressing subject matter on my mind and on my heart happens to be, you know, the kingdom concept. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. But I got, you know, just yeah, a lot of things I want to do, just a matter of trying to prioritize, balance things out amongst family and everything else. Just this year starting off as excited. So far, we have 17 days, man. The Lord has been blessing my family tremendously, man. And it's just so much I want to do, but it's like, man, like, I don't know how to do it. I, I can't do it by myself. That's the biggest thing. I just can't. It's bigger than me. So, but if it's meant to be done, I believe he will give me the grace and the power to get it done in the name of Jesus. Yeah. All right. What we got here? Uh, da -da -da -da. Mike, uh, uh, natural mom, appreciate you. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for your support as always in many forms and fashions. Thank you for being a part of the community as well. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, see, Mike, you never know how many people you've touched like Ron Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, one way or another, the goal is that, you know, amongst some words or subject matter or phrases or something, if it sticks and it just makes, if it sparks your curiosity to go prove me wrong or to validate it, then, you know, that to me is, you know, me doing a little bit of trying to make a difference in some form or fashion. But ultimately, the mantra was always get your weight up monetarily speaking, just for wealth preservation's sake, but also get your spiritual house in order for your soul, eternally speaking. That is more important than anything else. Uh, what else we got here? 
talk about cryptocurrency. Um, Paul, <laughs> uh, I, I thought about that. I thought about that. But then again, like literally, because I follow, I follow a variety of sectors and subjects just daily. And so I don't want to like it just it, it seems very disingenuous for me to come on here talking about cryptocurrencies when you know the cryptocurrencies that I first uh you know kind of I guess a go go plan is taking off got to go get the plans taken off uh the the cryptocurrency space that I first was introduced to 10 years ago is not the same cryptocurrency space I, we're seeing today it has been completely turned inside out to where it to, to me everything smells like a trap to where I can't talk about it just because for people at this current point to get in, literally, it's a it's a gamble like never before, because literally you're getting in. People are getting in with the hopes of projects that are already well established, 5X, 10X. And, and I believe that it will happen, but at the detriment of our currency. Therefore, people won't know how to respond or how to react in an environment where you see like, you know, because because Bitcoin, the leading blockchain technology is going to go to 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000 before gold goes to 5,000 <laughs> or 10,000, because that's the way the system is being set up. They would rather have people go digital than go physical. So like for those who are positioned now, or oh, who people who have been positioned for quite some time now will definitely be beneficiaries in the end to where the risk tolerance is probably greater for people who've been involved rather than people who are getting in now people are probably going to put in more than they can afford to lose and therefore that's could be your entire financial future and i couldn't literally i couldn't i couldn't live with myself knowing that people are literally getting into something that i know is going to be bad in the end that's just me that is just me but I do follow those, I do follow the markets every day. I've been following. I, I check the crypto space every day. <laughs> I've been doing that for every. I it's a bad habit of mine. I check it every day for the last what last ten years. See, <laughs> uh, I loves their cryptos. Uh, Morgan's killed his competitors. How are poor countries like Peru going to be affected by this? Uh, by this, uh, Josh, I'm not sure if you're referring to this, meaning like, what is this? I, I'm not sure if I'm dipping and dabbing in your conversation or what, but uh, it says, don't change the name of your channel, just make another channel so we can, so you can YouTube. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought about that. And, you know, I was just, you know, yeah, the, the time and energy and effort, you know, you just, you just got to be there. It's just got to be there and I have to literally commit to it if I end up doing it again because I have some other things I have other things going but yeah the amount of time and energy put into it needs to be there and the passion that's where I'm running short on a lot of things now just overall interest in getting stuff done like that um but the question about Peru um yeah I was actually let me see here so one of the community members uh from Peru actually emailed me or text me was it last week tell me about you know how things were down there and he was basically telling me in a you know a short little snippet that like when everything broke off in 2020 peru went radical like radical to where because it's a you know it's a very it's more of a second world third world type atmosphere they went totalitarian 100 percent. like he said you needed a your passport your medical passport your medical card rather to your vaccine card to get in everything. You couldn't do nothing without it. And that went on for a long period of time. So given the fact that I believe that's true because the person lives there, then I'd imagine that Peru, when stuff hits the fan in the future, they're going to be locking step with whatever Claus Squab has already drew up. So like, you know, be fleeing to fleeing to Peru thinking that you're going to be better off, you know, unless you're up in a mountain somewhere where technology is not readily available, which is at this current moment, Cell phones are everywhere. Like they've made sure that to pull off this surveillance heist, this digital bio surveillance, that they get they somehow, some way they managed to give cell phones to people in African villages that ain't even got power. They make sure they got cell phones. And that's not just because they want them to stay connected. They want to make sure they know where they're at and that they're a part of the digital future that they're creating with 
every country's version of a CBDC. Like the goal is to put it on your phone so that they can make sure that you're in their system. So um, what else we got here? Bitcoin, what you got here? Hey, what's your what's your thoughts on Bitcoin? <laughs> like, you know, and that's where like I can't I I definitely am not one to say that you know Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, all those ledgers are like like you know they 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 do serve a purpose of exchanging and transmitting value. And for for what eleven years now. Or, or so for majority of the not for the majority, but for Bitcoin, it's been fully operational, even though it's hijacked, even though it no longer carries the same level of uh, decentralization that they would like the, for people to believe. It still serves a purpose of getting, you know, a certain amount of currency from A to B. And that will remain until I, I really do believe that uh, the AI, the machine learning and quantum in the very near future will probably cause some issues with that. So it's a matter of timing, then knowing when to get in and get out. And so a lot of people will benefit from it but like that. That's why I like, you know, I strategically speculate and what I think will be worth getting involved with in a short and eventually uh, getting out, hopefully at the right time. Uh, CFR called it its perfect weapon. Uh, what are we talking about, Mr. Boston? To the memory itself or attack your lower brain stem. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Who needs caller? And, I, and if I had some callers, which I miss some calls, <laughs> that's the problem, man. Like, you know, you know, like I don't because I can't screen a filter or get a heads up. And I don't know. I, I, I'm, I can put the phone system in the computer, but it'll always go off to where I, I, it'd be so distracted. But anyway, but the whole point of the People's Talk Show is to get together amongst like-minded people, share stories from the day, try to navigate through, try to strategize according to the information given to us so that we can be in tune and aware of what the enemy has planned, but all along in the practical sense, enjoying life, doing the best we can, being a blessing to others, making sure that we stay on top of our game just because we still have a part in this play. We still have a part to play in out of all this. You know what I'm saying? Like literally like being able to, as Ed, as you mentioned the other day, put the sound on, what sound on? Cell phone. Put the sound on. All right, I put the sound on. So when it when it goes off, I startled the hell out of me. <laughs> we can go from there, but no, it won't be on much longer. But, um, but yeah, Ed, as you mentioned the other day about um, um, what was I gonna say about uh, you know your testimony? Everybody's sharing their testimony. You know, that's the way to be able to get into. Uh, the presence of somebody in the form of witnessing to them, just telling your story. So, you know, if, if we got 130 so people on here, I'm not sure how many have given their life over to Christ. But if you have, that means you've been born again. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, which means your fate is sealed and that heaven will be your destination until you come back to the new earth and the millennial kingdom to help rule and reign. But between now and then, you know, we all have an assignment and just being open and willing to speak about your faith is you know, is, is an act of service for the kingdom itself. Like you're talking about your story, which is one approach. And then if people have interest or they're curious about learning more, having you know a little bit of biblical revelation to be able to share with them on the steps to get them across that, uh, I can't say, can't necessarily say finish line, but to get them through the door, you know, the way, the truth and the life, you know, get them in, the Lamb's Book of Life. That's the ultimate goal. So winning souls moving forward is something that I want to definitely incorporate into this platform here, just because literally I think a lot about, you know, the the work that I'm putting in here, just you know, talking about temporary natural events in this life. There's no reward for it eternally. You know, so I'm thinking a lot about the reward that I would like to be working towards that has impact of human souls in this realm and in the realm to come. And the only way I can do that is literally to share my faith more, talk more about things that are important to me, which of course are the spiritual things, because that to me, it carries weight in this life and in the one to come. And that's where, you know, producing fruit, bearing fruit that last, because everything we do will be tested by fire. And I want to make sure it's withstands a fire eternally speaking. So that's just me. But uh, anyway, 
All right, good, my good people. Uh, we've been over an hour, and I think I did enough ranting for this evening. <laughs> but for those who came in late, I laid out three to four possible scenarios in the beginning of what could transpire between now and November. So just things to be on the lookout for. And uh, other than that, yeah, stay prayed up and, and enjoy life, man. Best you can. That's my goal. Like I got a couple of things planned that I want to get into, basically making memories. I want to make memories as best I can with the fam. And uh, yeah, enjoy life, man, while I still got it. Because as we witness and more people are dropping like flies nowadays, man, out of the blue. And, and speaking of, you know, dropping like flies, one thing I'm talking about is something that hit me today that uh, just things that make you appreciate. You know, I'm, I've really become more grateful in uh, my health as well as just, you know, what God is doing. Because, you know, when you see stories like this here, you know, Warriors assistant coach, 46, dies in satellite in Salt Lake City after a heart attack. You know, he was at a, like a team dinner or something, dropped. Like, and, you know, everybody can point, you know, to how, what, where, when. But at the end of the day, that's a human soul that has entered eternity. His fate is sealed. Whatever he did on this earth is following him into eternity. And hopefully it was done in faith in Christ so that he can receive a reward for the work he did. So that's what it is, man. But anyway, also speaking about my faith, it, it, it charges me up a little bit. I leave here feeling a little bit lighter than I came into it. You know what I'm saying? Something about just putting Christ on the forefront of your mind to just make you feel a little bit better. Going to bed with a smile on my face tonight. <laughs> All right, man. I'm done. I'm done. I promise I'm done. I'm not going to bore you guys no more. If you've enjoyed anything, hit that thumbs up and I'll catch you guys. I'll probably try to do one tomorrow as well. This Friday, Mario's not available, so we won't be doing Mario, Mike and Mario. So I might fill it in with something else. But anyway, I've had fun this evening. Hope you guys have as well.